Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Drexel Basketball Podcast. I'm Nate, and uh, with Dragoncast, I always try to make sure I use the right name for our podcast. Uh, but uh, tonight, so we've had some late, late last-minute scratches, and I figured I'd bring along two of the other people who were at both the men's and women's game this weekend. So I have my son, Evan, with me. Evan, say hello. Hello. And then I have my daughter, Claire, with me. Claire, say hello. Hello. So they're going to provide our insight into the games. Like I said, they were both there. So we, we made the trip to LaSalle on Saturday, and then we were up at the women's game at Yale. Uh, so we'll go through both those games. And again, they're, they're both uh, as uh, able to give a breakdown as anybody else because they were there and they saw it in person. So maybe we'll talk more about Barbie and other things later, but, um, but at least we'll try to stay on target with, with basketball to start out. So. So like I said, uh, we made the trip, and and from Mechanicsburg, uh, pretty much everything's a road trip. But you know, and, and we're wearing a path to Philadelphia the past few weeks. But uh, these guys like being in the car. A lot of times they sleep, so it works out really well. If I give them donuts from Dunkin' Donuts, they'll pretty much do whatever I want them to do. So it's kind of nice. But anyway, uh, so again, Drexel goes to Yale on Saturday afternoon for a noon tip off. And uh, Evan, what do you think about the start of the game? What do you think about how we played? It was good. We pulled out nine to nothing. We did or they did? We did. No, they didn't. No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah, the, no, they. And the fourth person here, and she's going to be the person we're going to defer to, my wife. So they led nine nothing, right, Melissa? No, it was us. Who was leading? Yeah, it was LaSalle. Yeah, Evan, it was definitely LaSalle. Oh, I thought you were talking yeah. about Yale. I listen to him so much that he think he makes me think that I'm losing my mind. But anyway, yeah. Oh, you're right. So we we yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're talking about the LaSalle game. So let's stay okay. let's stay focused. One game at a time. The men's we're talking about the men's basketball game at LaSalle. Uh so yeah, so does that change anything for you on your yes. Okay, now so now now that we're all on the same page, what do you think about how the game started out at LaSalle? Um I wish we scored faster. Well, that's true. I agree with you. So, uh, and when, what what did it feel like that the start of the game? What did it remind you of? Um, the Princeton game. They didn't score for that long for like four and a half minutes. That game as well. Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of a deja vu that once again we were not able to score. But thankfully, and I always like to say good things about our team and our coaching staff. Uh, we had a media timeout, and then essentially our first possession out of the media timeout, Luke House hit a jump shot, and that seemed to get us going. So it was really nice to see us um, call a set play. Coach Spiker does a nice job of that, don't you think? He calls some nice plays out of the timeouts. Mm -hmm. you, you agree with me? Yeah. Yeah, so he did a nice job. And then now I was over taking pictures of Fran Dunphy, who, who um, tell us about meeting Fran Dunphy before the game, Evan. We walked out of the bathroom and Dad just saw him standing there. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, that sounds a little awkward, but uh, so then I should explain that uh, the, among other interesting things about the uh, Tom Gole Arena, which I know it has a new name now, but I, I think of it as that the bathrooms are actually in the gym itself, uh, which is kind of convenient, but then also a little weird. So, um, but yeah, um, so we don't sound like total creeps running into a high basketball coach at the bathroom. Um, yeah, basically you walk out of the bathroom and right down the hall behind the grandstand or the bleachers is where the LaSalle team runs out. So, and then just, you know, Fran Dunphy, like you'd expect an old school coach. He's just hanging out, watching warmups and just chilling and uh, very, very nice to my son and took a photo and I will always cherish that. So, um, it was cool. But yeah, so Evan got to meet 
one day he'll appreciate that. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but some point. But uh, he got to meet Pran Dumpy. So, so anyway, yeah. So we got going, and then so I was trying to say was that uh, as I was taking photos of Fran Dumpy, uh, Kobe McGee was in the game. Uh, he had uh, a couple of big baskets for us, including a nice dunk, which I need to find a replay of. Uh, we always love Allentown guys. Who, uh, who's from Allentown area? Your parents? Yep, grandma and grandpa live up there in New Tripoli. So, um, so yeah, so uh, nice to see him playing well and get some good minutes. And then, um, so, you know, we, we, we got back into the game. Uh, the second half of this game was just ugly. There's really no way to put it. Uh, we shot 37%. And then they were 31%. Uh, so they were just a little bit worse. But um, what did I, what did I, Evan, what did I say to you about this game afterwards? You remember? It was like the free throws, the free throws were good. And then you said if Drexel was like eight out of 10, I think, of free throws in like the second half. And then I brought up like the Deeks barbecue thing. And that's what I thought how they missed like the two shots the one guy missed that. They brought up the like geeks barbecue thing. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and 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 you're exactly right. If I had it right for overtime, we were eight eight of ten, um, and then eleven of fifteen for the game. So yeah, you're right. Essentially, we, we almost won the game from the foul line because uh, again, it was uh, baskets were hard to come by, and then we and whether it was by design or that's how it worked out. Coltrane was the guy that got to the line quite a bit. He was six of six from the line and uh, finished with twenty one points. So. Sorry, I wonder if maybe this is a little bit of a blueprint for us to win games. You know, the Old Dominion game was kind of a rock fight. So if we can get into a low scoring game and, you know, get to the foul line and make foul shots, there was a way we could win. And it was a different way that Drexel teams over the years won because we typically don't shoot free throws well. But, uh, we, you know, again, LaSalle, um, you know, they, they struggled from the line and from the field. They were one of nine in overtime. So it was really our points from the foul line that made the difference. They only got like one three and then the other two points from like the free throw line. Yeah, no, and and, and it's it, speaking of threes, we were four of 23 from three point um, and, it, you know, just struggled to shoot the ball in general. So it was, and I, but we did some things that we've talked about to get easy baskets. So whether it's moving the ball well, we ran a nice play. Remember that one where we passed around the perimeter and got Luke House a nice shot. We did a high-low thing with Amari Williams and, and made a nice pass underneath the basket. So uh, good ball movement to get some baskets. We attacked a little bit with Coltrane. And then, um, you know, Amari down low. Still wanted to see him spin baseline. Remember that play when he dunked? Yeah. What did, he, what did I say when he did that? You want him to do that more because he got a dunk out of it. Yeah, he spun baseline instead of away from the basket. And he spun baseline and a dunk. So it's like, man, just just do it. Power in there and, and throw it down. And uh, yeah. so nice to see that. And, um, you know, I, I, other guys just wanted to point out Garfield Turner, I thought really played solid. He played really good defense, I felt like. So it's good to see some some solid minutes from him. And that was a big point. We, we used 10 different players. So we used a, a big chunk of our roster. And I, again, I see a lot of a lot of potential up and down the roster. If we can get some more consistency, again, nice to see Coltrane consistent. You know, Mari didn't have the best game. He was six of seventeen from the floor. Probably want to see a, a big man shoot a higher percentage, but he had eleven boards and four blocks, so it filled up the stat line quite a bit. Um, so you know, getting that consistency of an outside threat and an inside threat, and then um, you know, unfortunately, Odin not the best game for him, but he did take 
uh, you know, 10 shots. So at least, hey, if they're not going in, he had a bad game, whatever. But he's another guy we want to be taking more of a volume of our shots. So bottom line, take home. The other thing I had said to you after the game is, you know, that, uh, you know, nobody's going to brag about that game and how they won, but we won. And that's more important. These are games that we've probably lost in the past. So um, do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Claire, what do you think? We haven't heard from you so far in, in eight minutes of this podcast. What do you think about the game on Saturday, the men's game at LaSalle? Um, I think the Ma- I think the Sal players did a good job. The Sal players did a good job. What did you think about it? What did they do well? I think when they score, it must be that they must do the best things. Well, I'll tell you what, the, this is what we do around here. We're gracious to the opponent and we're, we, uh, we show them respect. You know, um, I could name one game that Drexel lost last year, similar to like the LaSalle game. It was like last year at Princeton, they lost in overtime. Cam Winter was going up for a layup, but he missed like at the last second. I think I, rem- I you you have a better memory than I do these days, so I'm not. I learned not to argue with you. So um, I think that and and come to think of it, that was a game. Yeah, I tried to forget because we lost. It seemed like I'm doing a good job of it. So, but yeah, you're right. It's better to turn around and play a game about a year later. That's what was scary last week when you play Princeton a year later and they blow you out at home. You're kind of like, man, you know, you'd, you'd rather see some progress made. So maybe we want to look at it and say, well, at least you know this week similar situation and. Not pretty, but we won the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so we'll take it. And um, in classic Drexel men's basketball f- fashion, lately we're five and five, dead even, and uh, we always like to be five five hundred, and that's where we're headed. But hey, you know, we got a couple. I think winnable games. We got Delaware State Saturday. I don't think we're going to make it to that game. Uh, and then um, and get get ready. I think we may have one we'll to double check the schedule. We get, but league play is right around the corner, and that's when you would be playing your best basketball. So. Hopefully we can carry some momentum. Just nice to get a win, bottom line. So, all right. What do you guys think about LaSalle? What do you think about going over there? Claire, what do you think? It's good. Yeah. You got to meet the mascot, right? Mm-hmm. Keep forgetting to look up his name. I forget. Very nice setup, though. You walk well. The, the arena is a weird setup, period, You know, even besides the bathrooms. But they had the mascot standing right there, posing for pictures. So it was one of the first things we did was meet the mascot that's always important when you're taking your kids to the game so. i would say the arena's definitely differently set up i feel like it's a little weird yeah what do you think was weird about it like the bathrooms normally don't you have to lie like walk out of the gym and then they're like right up the corner but then but basically where the doors could be that's where the bathrooms were yeah, if you're creative enough and flexible enough, you could almost pee and watch the game at the same time. How about that? I mean, you need a couple of mirrors or something. That would be really creepy. Uh, but yeah, you could. Yeah, right. You could. You could do that if you wanted to. So, so yeah. Uh, but uh, but and a point being, I can officially say Drexel does not have the worst arena in Philadelphia, thanks to the upgrades we made. Uh, so that's a, a plus too. So, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, so. The women's basketball team, well, yeah, let's, let's go. Because the other reason I think it's cool to have the kids on here is so, uh, you know, we talked about this off and on. And, and I think if you don't travel to, to Drexel basketball games, you should. Uh, I started this in college and, and you know, with, with Dan and, and others. And um, 
you know, then have carried that over now and then we do it with my kids and it just, it's an excuse to go see new places. And now that I'm older now, it's yeah, I, like when we went, we got pizza. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll go through that. So now, but now it's an opportunity to share it with my kids, you know, so I get to take them to new places they've never been to. So, so what did we do? We went to the, the game and then where did we go after that? So we went to a car ride to Connecticut. We got pizza. That was actually American cheese. Yeah, where did we get pizza? I, you may not know this, actually, because I ran in and got it, and then we ate it in the car. Milford. Oh, that's where he, that's where our hotel. So we went to New Haven, and then and because I'm an idiot, I forget the first place we went. Um, we tried to, uh, yeah, modern, and I still have not looked up. So they spell pizza with an A. I'm about to figure out how they actually pronounce it, but we went. To, we're just going to call it modern for now. And yeah, um, we had a choice between mozzarella and, and American. And uh, what do you think about the American? That was good. Claire, what do you think? Good. Yeah, Claire, we we can gauge what Claire thinks by how quickly it disappears. And uh, you did a nice job with it. So um, yeah, the and I got a vegetable pizza. I just wanted one. I don't know, they called it a veggie bomb. I thought that was a cool name. So I'm like, what the heck? I'll get it. And uh, but it was really the the American pie that was that that uh was very good so did you get the pop the bomb vibe just a veggie bomb there was a meat bomb too it had like bacon and sausage and all kinds of stuff but remember daddy's a runner so he tries not to eat too disgusting so although i probably need the calories but besides the point so anyway um so yeah uh, so then we, went, we got pizza what do we do from there um then we ate it while driving and we were listening to the RV Navy game in the radio. Then we like parked in like a parking area. We like waited a little bit, ate some pizza, listened to like the end of the Army Navy game game. Then we went to an American hockey league game, which is short of the AHL. It was a Bridgeport. The Bridgeport Islanders their old name is the Sound Tigers. It was the Teddy Bear Toss. It was fun. It was good. We were there on time because the first goal was like four and a half minutes in or something like that. Yeah, and so it's and thank you for pointing out a few things. One is again, I think maybe part of why your memory is better than mine is I've gotten to where I try to forget certain things, like Navy losing at the end of the Army Navy game in overtime. Um, honestly, a pretty uneventful game. It sounded like we had it on the radio going up uh, 95 and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, he, he, he hasn't learned that, that skill yet. But then again, I don't think he gets as upset about I, – I, you know, I'm not a big Army. I, I don't get it. I'm not all raw about Navy and stuff. But anyway, I, was, I think I was trying to forget how that game ended. And then, um, and then you know, and, and you're pointing out too, yeah, we could do a full-out AHL podcast with Evan. Uh, he, he sits and watches Lavelle – what are they? Lavelle Rocket games in French. So, like uh, – so this guy knows his uh, AHL hockey. Uh, and yeah, and the reason we had to eat the pizza in the car, and again, this is how things get planned out in my family. And my wife lets me get away with it. So that's why it continues to happen is, yeah, we got to get to the hockey game in time because it's teddy bear toss night. And if we're not on time, what if they score a minute in the game? Then we miss the teddy bear toss. And then what's the point? So yeah, exactly. We, we had to get to the game. I mean, uh, so then, yeah, do you have fun throwing the teddy bears on the ice? Yes. Yeah, so Hershey does it right. I mean, they. I think I want to say that's like their thing, the teddy bear toss. 
they sell the game out and they they god only knows how many teddy bears they throw on the ice i think last year was actually a record for hershey's teddy bear toss was it like thirty thousand or something at least maybe at least maybe more like 40 it was a lot i don't know but yeah they uh it's a big thing in hershey you know they didn't quite have the crowd for sure at, at bridgeport but but yeah, great night at uh, the hockey game. And this will plug something called vettix.org. You can get free tickets if you're a military veteran. So we didn't pay for the tickets. So it was pretty neat. We only sat, what, three, four rows from the ice. Yeah. Um, and just to tell you how empty it was, the usher didn't like me putting my feet up on the seat. When you go to an arena and there's nobody there, they start getting worried about things that really don't matter. Um, but they were all otherwise very nice there. We met Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, perfect. Yep. I and- got a high five from Storm. Yep. Which is the Islanders mascot. Perfect. What did Santa give you? Sant one they gave us like a picture. They printed out a picture and then like a little over to like the this side over here that they were giving away like Islanders hats. Yeah, and I, and I forgot to mention actually we didn't even talk about Santa coming through Mechanicsburg Saturday. Yes. Morning. Saturday morning. Um we watched the end of a replay of a World Cup game. I happened to see it on. Then we were, like, just hanging out. Then Dad said he heard the fire trucks going through, like, Rose Garden, which is, like, down there. And um, <laughs> Take our word for it. And then we'll go. <laughs> and then we went outside. We were waiting. And then we passed through. And then we saw Santa and also... Um, like the last thing, it was the Mechanicsburg High School field hockey team who won the state championship. Yeah, just like my high school won a state championship, the Mechanicsburg girls won, so that was cool. Yeah, glad they honored them like that. So, um, so yeah, we forgot that part. Yeah, Santa and, and making that point because Santa traveled like we did. Yeah, he, he started out in here in Mechanicsburg. We saw a sign he would be in Yale. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. Yeah, exactly. We were, and that's where we're headed. So it's like it's like Santa was. Sam was like stalking us this weekend. You know, he's like, where's the Hemingway family going? We're right behind you. So um, I don't blame him. I have good kids. And he, he, Santa's got to realize he doesn't have to watch us that close. I mean, these are good kids. I, I got you, Santa. Believe me, if they piss me off, I'd tell you. But they're, they're you know, they're good. Right or now. Donald, which is our elf. Yeah, Santa's locked, or uh, uh, he's locked in. I forget where uh, Donald is right now. You he's over in the cat room. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. don't have to show him. It's the best reason to have kids. They can tell you where Donald is in, in a yeah. second. So anyway, um, so yeah, so we went to the hockey game, and then let, let's uh, let's let's skip ahead because nothing really eventful happened. We just got up, and uh, where did we go Sunday? Um, we went to breakfast, and then uh, we went to like Yale shops. And I got books, and then Claire got, like, a stuffed animal. Yeah, you know, Claire's good at getting stuffies. And I, I have to, since I buy a T-shirt everywhere I go, how can I not buy her a stuffy? It's just, it, so if I fix my problem, then I can justify not buying hers. But, yeah, she got her little bulldog. Um, I was proud of the shirt I got. It said, Cambridge Pizza Sucks. I thought that was appropriate for, you know, a shirt you're buying at Yale about New Haven Pizza. So, not really appropriate, so I'll probably never wear it like the other 450 t-shirts that I never wear, but it is cool to say I have it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, we walked, went to the basketball game, right? Yeah. Kind of a funny story, too. We're going our way, and, and a uh, young woman who, she works for the Inquirer, and she writes pen stories when they're playing up there. She was covering the game. You just happened to run into her. She saw my Eagles coat. So, um, 
you know, we talked a little bit on our way in. I, I don't, can't get through the paywall to read her article. Uh, she asked, she's like, well, I don't know anything about the team. I didn't think to say, I was like, well, you, you're talking to the right guy. But um, we just kind of chit-chatted about the, the, uh, the gym is in a building, a very old building. And it's, it's on one side, but I guess all of their gym, like their pool and all their athletic facilities are in this one building. Although tell me about, tell them about the Yale Bowl. We went to that first, didn't we? Yeah, we drove it and then in like one store, we saw like a sign of it. And then I, and then when I saw a sign, I realized like, oh, wow, this is like an actual like bowl shaped. Yeah, now I finally realized, I mean, I've been watching football my whole life. I mean, this is a legit bowl to the, which the problem with that is because they had the gates locked. So you couldn't actually see any of the stadium because yeah, it's like they dug it into the ground like you know, like a bowl. So it was pretty interesting. So and Dad, um, yeah, I didn't saw the mascot there. No, because he was at the. You know what? They didn't have a mascot. Period. No, oh, you got ripped off. Oh well, maybe next time. Although I don't know that I'll ever be in New Haven and Connecticut again. But not um, even an explorer. We'll find another oh, bulldog. Yeah. There's got to be another bulldog somewhere. There's like a million teams that are There bulldogs. was an explorer. Um, but yeah, you, I forget his name. But yeah, so um, so anyway, so we, we went to the game, uh, and then um, Need Arena, uh, you know, found out it was 1930 something. It was built. Uh, one of the ushers told me, and um, that was another awkward awkward interaction because they have like a. It's interesting. They have like a third level. And, it's, and I took photos because it's always neat to get a different angle on on sports and, and angle on things, period. So it's neat to kind of be taking pictures down. And it was one of those I talked to probably one of the like, um, I hate to use the word underling ushers, but then he took me to his manager and I'm like standing right in front of the manager. And the, you know, the, the, um, the usher was like, well, can he go up into the third row? And the, the boss was like... He wouldn't look at me. It was just one of those weird, awkward, like, and I was just like, tell me I can't go. Just say he can't go up. And and I, so I was like, you, you want to tell me I can't go, right? He's like, yeah. Um, so I'm like, well, we could have made this conversation a lot shorter. Um, but anyway, I went back to our seats, and then he decided to come up later and say, well, I didn't have staff up there. I'm like, no, that's fine. And, he, and I was like, I was just saying it's a neat perspective. And he's like, yeah, it's built in 1930s. Um, so he was much, you know, you know how people are. It's awkward. So anyway. So, uh, so let's get to the game, finally. Um, so, Jacksonville so, pulled up 9 to nothing. Perfect. And then let's be specific. So we're both, what game are we talking about? Yeah. And which which Drexel team? Women's. Yeah. So we're talking about Drexel women's basketball at Yale. So yeah. Yeah. What else about, tell me about the game otherwise. Take us through the, the, the game on Sunday. Um, the high... Get closer and talk loud. Um, the the refs weren't so good at the end. You kind of got upset. You were yelling at them. Well, a lot of other things happened that I think are better to talk about. But um, there was, it was I not, was in yeah. a limbo contest with Claire. All right, well, at halftime. so this is where not that I'm a pro at this either. People actually probably go to college and get degrees in this podcasting. And so everybody here's an aside. Everybody thinks they're sports journalists these days, um, but. You know, it takes this is where investigation and preparation that I don't know. I'm, we're all just kind of winging it, but um, but uh, we're gonna cover all that stuff. So you covered it nicely, and and yeah, just to say, there was this one call, and I think it was at the end of the towards the end of the fourth quarter, where I think it was Mara Hendrickson was was dribbling down the court. It looked like one of their players just basically wiped her out, like tackled her, grabbed the ball, and went in for a layup. I wasn't particularly happy about that. I will say the rest of the game, I wasn't as I was upset at the refs as our coaching staff was. I was trying to catch what they were upset about. 
couldn't really pick up on it. Um, because what did I say? Why, why were we, what did I say about games and the refs? You remember me talking about that? Not fully. Well, what do you remember? Let's see. I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad if you don't remember. Oh, like you, you said, um, that you can't lose. The, not the only reason we lost was because the refs used and like they can't like just rely on Kishana to score. Yeah, you just summed up the game well. And what I said about the refs is, yeah, don't put yourself in a position where the refs decide the game. So, for example, yeah. So, does this to start over? So, yeah, we we got out, looked great. We we're up nine nothing. I was like, this is awesome. We're gonna blow them out, get back on the road, and go home. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Yale kind of came right back, and it was only thirteen eleven after the first quarter, and then it was tied at halftime. Um, and Yale really controlled, especially the third and into the fourth quarter, and ended up leading by as many as eleven. And then we came after him with a full court press. And I think a lot of not it just was working. It was, yeah, no, and 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 what working for two reasons? Why? Well, you just kind of read my mind thing. Why was it working? There were like if one person had like the ball in the corner, they were like double teaming them. Exactly. And their hands up. So I call it a trap. And you know, Evan here just had his first basketball practice of the season. He played last year. So we're just in the passing and dribbling phase, but at some point, if you keep playing, you'll learn about trapping and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so you, you pass, and that's why I was going to tell your teammates, don't dribble into the corner. That's what Yale kept doing. We were setting up our trap perfect, and they actually weren't turning the ball over as much as I think it was speeding up their offense to where they, in the other advantage, and you press, you get the ball down at the other end with a lot less time on the shot clock. So they only had maybe like 15 seconds left on the shot clock, and just weren't taking good shots. We were rebounding well. And then I think actually, and you touched on it, I think one of the issues in this game, and you can't blame her, you know, Kishana really is trying to keep this team afloat offensively. She she took 35 shots, and then the rest of the team took 23. So, um, and she was our only player in double figures. Yale had three players in double figures. So Kishana really tried to put the team on her back. But in that run, we had baskets from a few players. Uh, Grace O'Neill had a jump shot, had a Satman hit a jump shot. So really, to me, uh, that was as important as anything, that we were getting contributions from other players because this bottom line right now, we're, we're struggling on offense without Kyla Lavelle and even, you know, Tori Hyduke used to come off the, the bench and hit, you know, she, she'd be willing to shoot the ball and um, could give us a little spark. Right now, we just, we're, we're just struggling to find offense outside of Kishana, uh, but Fought back, got the game to overtime, uh, had a chance to uh, potentially win. Uh, you know, I think we had a, a possession where we were down one, I think, um, and then uh, had the ball and we went to the foul line, made one out of two to tie it at the end of overtime. And then uh, they kind of, uh, we and really, Yale had two bad possessions, one at the end of regulation to win, and then they had the ball again at the end of overtime to win. And really were both bad possessions, but uh, they had Nyla McGill was in the right place at the right time off an air ball three. That's all they could muster at the end of overtime. Um, but she grabbed it out of the air and put it right back up before the buzzer sounded and Yale won the game. So uh, they won the game 60 to 58. So Jackson could have possibly won the game like when they were up 9 nothing. They could, like Yale wasn't shooting well. They could like score more 
or like keep the defense up. That's what I said to you. I had the feel of a game. It's like, okay, we're up nine nothing, but man, you'd wish we were up by more. And that turned out to be the case. That was our chance to really kind of bury them. And um, I have no idea what Claire is right doing doing right now. You probably hear in the background. If if you put a mirror in front of her, and the computer, you know, with the the screen looking at us counts as a mirror. I mean, you've got her occupied. So it's sort of like putting her Barbie ambulance in front of her. Um, it's amazing. So you just got to find those weird things. That's why she won the halftime uh, crawling contest at Penn State basketball back in 2020 because we knew a remote control and what, like a bag of Doritos would get her to pretty much crawl anywhere. I mean, she'd crawl across like barbed wire or like, you know, the DMZ in North Korea if she saw those things. And uh, so the keeping this in mind, if she can see her reflection somewhere, she's occupied. So anyway, back to the game. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. You look back, if we had really kind of, you know, stepped on their throat there at the beginning, it could have been a different game, but left them in, in the game. Cause again, we weren't consistent on offense. I think they knew Keyshawn was really going to be the key. They did a nice job. They double teamed her. And I think it was the same girl that hit the, the game winner McGill, a little bit taller player and um, really gave Keyshawn trouble. Although Keyshawn still got her points. I mean, she was still over 30 points, but just don't want it to necessarily have to come on 35 shots. So uh, next game for the women is on, uh, it's actually, I don't know when this is going to be posted, but it's Tuesday at noon at Dartmouth. Uh, we're not making that trip. If I had thought far enough ahead uh, and taken vacation, we could have completed the Ivy League swing into the Northeast, but I got to work tomorrow and kids got school. So um, hopefully you can pick it up on the radio somewhere. And hopefully, you know, we can get back in the win column because who do we play on Sunday at two o'clock? Penn State. Yep. So, and, and we've talked about this. Who are we rooting for in that game? Drexel. Yeah. So we, I work for Penn State. We used to have Penn State season tickets until I got tired of Sean Clifford being the quarterback and paying, I forget how much we paid to not have a seat and have a bunch of drunk people who caused me to miss most of the first half against Michigan a couple years ago, um, be obnoxious. So uh, we watch on TV. Um, but yeah, um, so despite our connections to Penn State, uh, yeah, we've Evan and I have had the discussion that if Drexel's playing just about anybody, we're rooting for Drexel. So just so that's that's out of the way. So so anyway, uh, so what do we do? We we um, went to the the uh, Yale Drexel game. Where do we go from there? Um, after that, we went to pick up pizza. Where where do we get it? Sally's. Yes, you got that part right. Yeah, I parked and. I had it all set up too. I, I put the pickup to be like one forty-five. It was a noon game. Okay, we're gonna talk Barbie Barbie in a second. We're gonna wrap up. Hang with me. We went longer than I expected, but I've had fun talking to you guys. So anyway, so yeah, so we went to Sally's. I yeah, the pickup at one forty-five, noon game. Figured it'd be over right around then. So then by the time we drove over, pizza should be ready to go. But as of course as life goes, we went to overtime. Uh, I, I thought we were going on a double overtime. I was like, man, they're going to throw our pizza out because they're figuring we're never going to come. Um, so actually, I think I said that to you right before that last possession, didn't I? Remember that? Right before the last possession, I was like, either they score and we can go get our pizza or they don't. And then maybe hopefully we can win. So I'm like, it was like a win-win situation. Um, so we ended up being able to get our pizza a little earlier. Um, wait, how would you compare Sally's to Modern? Which one did you like better? They were both good. Okay, he's too nice. Um, he's he's a nice guy. Um, I Claire, which pizza did you like better, the first one or the second one? Second one. Second one. She probably doesn't know what she's talking about because the best 
the best pizza we have is the American from Modern. I feel like my wife would back me up on that. I think, right, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, so I got but, soda from the second one. Yeah. So yeah, you never know what kids are going to use to on the rating scale. So the soda did it for you. You think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. All right. So yeah. I didn't finish it. Yeah, it was a liter bottle. That's all they had. So I'm glad you didn't finish it. We had to stop the bath to go to the bathroom like 500 times, and we were on 95, so I wasn't really going to do that. So, all right. Um, so we we got our pizza. We're eating in the way. What were we listening to as we were in the car? Since you remember that stuff, and Eagles blowing out the Giants. Yeah, we're legit right now. I'm telling you right now. I was, you know, all year. I'm like, we're undefeated. I, like we're a good team. I didn't feel like we were a great team, but I, I'm feeling it now. Everybody, and I think everyone else is. As we we went to his basketball practices, coaches wearing his Eagles hoodie. Guy out in the in the in the lobby is wearing his Eagles hat. Um, yeah, you blow out two teams with good records in a row. It's time to start getting excited. So. And then, um, but where were we going? We were going to the New York subway. Yep. So, yeah. So, just decided while we were up there, we would swing by. <laughs> I wanted to go take the kids to see the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center. And then, um, so, uh, but really, Evan loves trains since he was almost born in Japan. And how can you not riding the Shinkansen over there and riding, I mean, trains everywhere are cheap. You can get anywhere on a train. It's how it should be. So he loves trains. And um, so what do you think about the New York City subway? It was cool. Yeah. So. It kind of got crowded when we were got when we were going to get off from the first one when we were going. Yeah, not ideal from a COVID perspective. By the way, you know, it, it, even if Drexel would get like last weekend when we lost our games by 20, uh, you know, at least we're having basketball. You have to put that in perspective because this time last year games were getting canceled and this time two years ago, am I right? I think games were certainly getting canceled or at least we weren't allowed to go. Let's put it that way. So um, just nice that we can have basketball to go watch well, no matter how it turns out. So um, and then, so what did you think about Rockefeller Center and the Christmas tree? It was cool. Claire, what did you think about the Christmas tree? Good. Get close and say it loud so everybody can hear you. It's good. What was your favorite part? Um, the Christmas tree. What about the Christmas tree, though? I like the lighting up. You like the top, right? That's what you were saying earlier. But yeah, and then, and then so after we fought a million people to get, you know, to see the tree, where did we go? To, to New York. But, well, what store did we go in in New York? Um... The toy store. The toy store, yep. Yeah. So FAA Schwartz was there. So we had to be tourists. You know, we, you know, you know, you got to take them somewhere. I guess the whole thing was a tourist trip, but you know, wanted to take them through there. And then, uh, what was your favorite part of FAO Schwartz? <coughs> um, it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, we I'm I'm filling in for her. We found the Barbie section. Uh, it found us as much as we found it. I wasn't really looking for anything in particular. And then once I saw it, I'm like, we got to take her through. So, um, you know, we I, also did, um, a piano that we had to step on. Yeah. Remind me about that. Actually, maybe when we're done here, I'll pull up a clip. That's from my famous movie called big. So you can, uh, you know, pretend you're Tom Hanks, who's one of my favorite actors and run around on the, on the piano. Claire found out the, the, the hard way, why you don't run, but then also gave me an, an excuse to say, okay, we're done. So uh, we were done with that. And then, um, took one more lap around. The, uh, the tree and then got back on the subway and drove home. 
you guys were asleep. Um, we passed the scene of the crime at Life Stadium where the Eagles blew out the Giants. That was kind of cool. Uh, but then thankfully the rain and snow pretty much died down. So we had a pretty uneventful ride home. So um, what do you guys think of the trip home? What do you, what, what do you think about the weekend in, in general? What did you think? It was good. Claire, what did you think? Good. Good. Yeah. So yeah, this went a little longer than I thought. Who I don't even know if anybody's listening at this point, but uh, but I'm making the point of, you know, whatever it is uh, that you might be interested in. And of course, I'm going to put a plug in for Drexel basketball, um, use it to see the world, spend time with your family. Uh, you know, people may not be willing. I, I don't mind driving. You know, again, you put a podcast in and we had, you know, football on. So the time goes by quick and, um, you know, see the world through Drexel basketball. I know that sounds crazy, but it just gives you a, a reason to shouldn't sound crazy actually if you're listening to this because it means you really like us you, you like drexel basketball um so yeah use an excuse to go out on the road and but like we've talked about all year you know definitely come out um saturday and then sunday uh you know I, i'd love to see a lot of people there for the women's team and uh, to support them and probably their toughest game of the season playing penn state so all right uh anything else i didn't talk about any other points you want to make about the weekend or anything like that evan you evan you go first you said pull up the video we're gonna do that afterwards that's on youtube um of the movie claire any any final thoughts that you have <laughs> um my <coughs> thoughts are why that the christmas tree was lighting up why was it lighting up yeah i don't know you know come to think of it i don't know why people uh it's just what we do, you know, but, um, but remind me, what, what do they do at FAO Schwartz? Like, um, like, uh, what does Santa use FAO Schwartz for? For, for the toys. Yeah. And like we talked about, um, so yeah, never mind that overpriced, like, you know, $37 Barbie price tag. That doesn't mean anything. It's just where, what Santa, uh, uses, he stores his toys there. So he makes them and he uses that place to store it. So you can use that. I, I will take full credit for it. So if you guys are over that position between you and me. So, but anyway, yep. Yeah. So that's what Santa uses uh, FAO Schwartz for. So that's pretty neat. So, all right. Well, thank you for hanging with us. Um, and again, my point here is, you know, it's it's basketball, but it's also family and it's an excuse to have a good time and um, hope to see you guys out some road games here down the road. So have a good night.